You're listening to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. I have a question for you. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the college recruiting process? You have come to the right place. Jill will bring you expert tips and interviews with special guests to help you take a deep breath and know, yes, you are moving in the right direction to find your college team. After this podcast, don't forget to head to Jill's shop page to purchase her two guidebooks that will make everything in college recruiting much more clear and simple. Let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. I'm really excited about this week, as I bet all of you are, who are headed to regionals. Um, You've worked hard. I know uh, you should be very proud of your dedication and commitment this year and go into regionals with a really positive attitude um, because it's been a long couple of years and some of you haven't competed at regionals even maybe for two years. So I'm excited for all of you. But let me do a quick shout out to those of you who might not be able to compete this weekend due to injuries, illness, different things that have come up even this year. Just remember, college recruiting can continue. The beauty of technology. So as soon as you come back from your injury, or if maybe you didn't qualify for some reason, um, keep loading those videos. Keep Um, communicating with college coaches with the schools that you're at their level because college coaches understand that there are speed bumps along the way and um, those of you who are competing maybe as a specialist just on a couple events I just want to remind you that that is just as powerful to a college coach Um, especially if you're explaining why you're only able to do a couple events um, But if you're really strong on those events, it can still can keep the recruiting process moving forward. So welcome to my podcast today. I'm excited to share um, this topic with you. And basically, it's 10 tips to prepare for regionals. All right. Um, First of all, I want to give you a few reminders. So when you go to regionals, remember college coaches cannot talk to you or your parents unless you have finished the meet and you've been released by your club coach. And obviously you're a 2022 or 2023 graduate. Um, Number two, If you bump into a college coach or see him in a hallway, which can happen sometimes, or even in the bathroom, um, greetings are fine. You can say hello, but beyond that, you're not supposed to have a conversation. So those are the NCAA rules surrounding college coaches and meets that you are competing in. Also, a quick reminder about the next dead period, which will be June 1st through the 15th. I know it's only April, but June will be here before we know it. So you wanna be sure that if you're gonna go on any visits, um, you get those done before June June 1st. And remember the definition of a dead period. It's the most restrictive of all the recruiting periods in the NCAA. 
And during the dead period, coaches may not have any in-person contact with the recruit or their parents. All right, so let's get started on 10 tips to prepare for regionals. Number one, you get to stop thinking about recruiting. So finish up any emails that you might have or any updates you want to put on Instagram and then let it all go. The last thing you need is to carry around the pressure of thinking about recruiting during this week. You want to be freed up to be able to get out there and be clear-minded without extra bricks on your shoulders in regards to what teams are going to be there, what teams you have to do well for, um, all the little things that go through your mind that are negative thoughts about the college recruiting process and um, having to perform to a certain level. Those things will not benefit you. They just take up room and space inside your mind. They can create a lot of fear and negative thoughts. So promise me that you will stop thinking about recruiting and mostly think about you and how to prepare yourself for regionals. Number two, be sure to let the stress work for you. So what I mean by that is you will have a little adrenaline. That's a good thing. And combine that with breathing. So when you feel either negative thoughts or you feel extra adrenaline and you're starting to get really nervous, don't see that as a negative. Take a few deep breaths and reset with some positive words and let the adrenaline work for you. Number three, focus on your technique. I think this is really important to be able to look back on what got you to this point every single day in your training, technically. Um, because when you, your, your brain will follow your thoughts, your thoughts will, you know, your brain's gonna be working hard on preparing for this meet, right? So you wanna set your brain on positive thoughts and then you also wanna think about your technique and what it is in the gym you've done every day to get to this point on each event and focus on that more than you do the outcome. Number four, visualize your routines. Now, some people can visualize really easily. Other people have a hard time. When I've worked with my college athletes in the past, I've noticed that or the club club girls I've worked with. So if it works for you, right before you go to sleep, visualize some of your routines. And number five, pick the right pre-training environment. So if you like to listen to music, listen to music. If you like it to be soft music, pick soft music, loud music, whatever works for you. Maybe you like to be with friends in the car when you drive. Maybe you like it quiet on your way to the meet. You like to be just in your own thoughts and listening to your music. Whatever works for you, uh, be sure you pick that right environment. Number six, I've already mentioned this a little bit, practice that positive self-talk. Number seven, pick a plan. So when those distractions come, you have to have a plan on how to deal with it. So you can't just assume you're not going to have distractions because you will. It's just the way it is with a zillion people in the gym, different things that 
with the equipment or different things going on with your teammates or your coaches or your parents, <laughs> all the things there, there just can be so many different distractions. So you have to have a plan. What are you going to do when you're, you feel like something's taking your mind off of your plan? Be sure you put things in place to get yourself back on track. Number eight, team up. So grab a teammate. Um, use others when stress strikes. So maybe talk to a teammate beforehand who you know you're going to be warming up with, you're going to be competing in the same group with and say, hey, when we start to get nervous, um, can you, what, what can I do to help you and what can you do to help me? Number nine, remind yourself of your definition of success. And the one that I love the most is Focus on your effort and not on the results. So giving 100% when you're out there competing, um, really you should pat yourself on the back if you're able to go all out and give everything you have um, from your best mental ability, your best physical ability, and let the chips fall where they may. So. Don't stress about the scores, the outcome of the scores, or the outcome of some what someone says to you, or the results and how it fits in, whether you qualify to nationals. If you can go out there, give 100%, yeah, it can be disappointing to finish eighth or whatever, or be an alternate, or um, when your goal is to make it to nationals. But once you look at the big picture, and realize you gave your very best, you're going to find satisfaction in that. I can guarantee it. So remind yourself of your definition of success. Now, if you don't have a definition of success, you need to sit down and think about that today. And your definition might be different than somebody else's next to you. So you just have to figure out what that is and then remind yourself of it no matter what the outcome is. Number 10, Start the day with gratitude and end with thankfulness. Boy, you can't go wrong when you are grateful. And you can always find something to be grateful for throughout that day. And, of course, thankful for many things that you are able to run, jump, flip, <laughs> and do this fun sport of gymnastics that you get to be with your teammates, that you get to meet new friends, that you get to just be out there competing. Your parents have worked so hard to provide a path for you to be at these meets. And I think it's just really important that you thank them for everything they have done, your coaches have done for you and your teammates, and that you finish the meet knowing that you had a pure heart and you were grateful and you gave 100%. Can't go wrong. A few mantras that we talk about here at JH Consulting is progress, not perfection. So don't expect perfection if um, you're still working on your progress. And by the way, nobody is perfect. So if you watch nationals this weekend, and you saw some girls get 995s or even a 10, um, you probably saw some mistakes in their routines, even still. Um, 
but perfection is almost impossible when you think about every toe that has to be pointed, your feet squeezing together, um, your knees locked to the perfect degree. It's impossible. So don't work um, towards perfection, work towards progressing is what we talk about. And remember meets are education. So um, whatever you learn from your regional experience, you need to take with you through the summer. You need to take it with you for your next season and on into college. And that's really what is going to catapult you to continue to develop and progress and become an amazing college athlete someday. Also, um, lastly, I just want to say, be that girl who's not afraid. So go into the meet and remember, when you go all out and you smile, your body's going to relax. And when you have a good time, like on floor especially, you will stand out. And the college, uh, the judges are going to notice that. And any college coaches that are there, they're going to notice. So you need to pick several spots in your floor routine, especially where you actually smile directly at those coach as at the um, judges. And be that girl who is not afraid. But that girl who goes out there, gives it her best, has a good time, and remembers to include her teammates and have a whole lot of fun. So um, those are my 10 tips um, as you prepare for regionals. And we can't wait to celebrate you no matter how things end and what results and what scores you get. We're all about learning from you what you learned at this meet how you're progressing, and what it was that you're going to be most proud of. So thanks again for joining me here at College Recruiting um, with Jill Hicks. And if you have a desire to become a JH girl, we have short-term and long-term plans. So um, all you need to do is go to jhicksconsulting.com and fill out the forms page. And one of our uh, amazing advisors will give you a call. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in Jill Hicks Consulting's advising services, head over to www.jhicksconsulting.com and click on the Get Started button to fill out your forms page. One of our advisors will give you a call. We're in your corner and we'll talk to you soon.